0: and if you want to take your support to the next level, please click the support link at the bottom of this podcast where your donation will help us pay for everything that helps to keep this free podcast going. Now, to the show. Hey, what's up, everybody? So today I want to talk about pacelining, and it's one of those things that doesn't necessarily get taught a lot and doesn't get talked about a ton, but it's you know a skill that You need to be good at because if you get into a race and you get in the break, that's when there's a really fast pace line going. And there was an example today that I don't want uh, somebody to think I'm picking on them. It was just a really good learning example and gave a guy a tip uh, that hopefully was helpful. And so I wanted to pass it along to other people. You know, I just... I've been in races with cat ones that don't know how to pace line properly. Everything from the basic, you know, which side do you pull off of based on the wind, to how do you move within the group, and some people are just straight up erratic, and that just comes from they probably don't ride with people, they don't do fast group rides. You know, this is from the Cove group ride. That's when it's slow, it's twenty six miles an hour. When it's fast, it's like twenty eight to thirty one. You know, we're on flat roads here in Florida, but today. At one point, we are going fast. And the guy in front of me, there's two guys in front of me. So the guy, obviously, in we'll say first. The first rider is pulling. He pulls to the left. <clears throat> excuse me. And flicks his elbow. And the guy in front of me is yelling to him, I can't pull. And I'm, so I'm initially thinking, "Like, well, why are you up here? But he's kind of gassed and pulls to the left behind that guy. And I'm like, hmm. And then he looks back at me, and this is all happening very quickly. So I'm like, well, before I come past him, like, why is he looking back at me? I'm going to see if he maybe, like, goes around this guy. And the guy who pulled off was slowing down, as he should a little bit, like just takes his, you know, foot off the accelerator. So the guy who had been yelling, I can't pull around, pulls around him. And as I come by that guy, I should have waited. I I tried to give him the tip, but it was, like, so fast. As I come by him, I was like, hey, man, if if you, if you should be able to just take like a quick pull past the guy because he should be, the guy who just pulled should be letting off the gas a little bit so that you can quickly get past him. That's one thing that some athletes don't do. They pull off and then they keep riding hard. You make it. Twice as hard for the guy who's trying to pull past you to get around you. And in essence, you slow things up. So what one person told me one time is when you pull off, just take like, uh, you pull off, I don't want to say don't pedal, but like you kind of pause for a second, pause your pedal stroke for like half of a revolution and then keep going. And you don't have to be hammering it. What your goal is after you pull off You immediately want to get in the draft of the guy who's going to be pulling off in front of you. So in essence, you're taking short enough pulls so that you all stay always behind somebody. You're only in the wind for a very brief period of time. You totally get screwed over if you pull off and the next guy decides to just keep pulling really long because now you're floating and dangling in no man's land, right? Like, The guy who should be in front of you blocking the wind is actually up front drilling it. It's a tricky scenario because you almost want to, at that point, fall back as fast as you can to get behind the last guy. But if the line's really long, if it's like 10 people, you're kind of like looking back. People are kind of coming past you. It's like you're going 30 miles an hour. You always want to know who is the person you're coming in behind and falling. When I say that means falling in line behind, but sometimes it changes up. And so anyways, the other thing is if you're having, if you're in a pull is basically a quick surge around the next guy. You're not sprinting. You're not, when I say surge, it's like a delicate pull. It's, uh, you know, you gotta feel it. it it's, man, I hate to use the term like it's this dance of riders, but that's what it is. Like, you just get in a good groove, you know. You pull past, and you get get out of the way, and the next guy comes, and you're just ripping down the road. Now, if you are the weaker rider and you can't take a pull, you shouldn't be up there. If you are in a group ride and someone's yelling at you to pull, they're just an idiot, and ignore them. <laughs> I would just be like, dude, I can't. I'm just not strong enough. You know, who cares if someone who's weaker is hanging on the back? Um, You should try to, and you must, you know, maybe you're just tired or maybe you're just not strong enough, but whatever it's, you should try and rotate as much as possible because that will make you stronger over time. Now, if it's a bike race and somehow you get in the brake and you're not strong enough, don't say, oh, I just can't pull. You need to explain to the other riders like, yo, I'm redlining. I'm about to, if I keep pulling, I'm going to get myself dropped, and you need to figure out, are people going to say, okay, cool, see ya, we're going to try and drop you, or is the group small enough that maybe they're willing to let you hang around for a little bit? Um, it it really depends on just feel out the dynamic. You just can't be in the way, and you can't make it look like you're just sitting on the back getting a free ride. Um, it's really hard to put this in words of exactly how to navigate that situation, the best way though would be to look at it from a more like sociological point of view. You need to make friends. Like you need them to not want to drop you immediately. Um and now the other piece is if the break is just forming, that's like if you're up the road a little bit. If the break is just forming, like the, the Peloton is 10 seconds behind you, just get out of the way. Because the dudes who are strongest trying to initiate the break. I will be dead honest, they are not as concerned with you sitting on initially if you are 100% out of the way because for some reason, they are thinking now is the time or they wouldn't be lighting these matches off. And if you pull through too slowly, that's more annoying than if you were to kind of sit a few people back. And let the you know six strongest people in that little group trying to get away just establish something. Now this could totally backfire. If the reason, and I'll give myself as an example. I'm again, I'm only n of one. For some reason, something's like okay, now is the time. And let's say six of us are going, and I know four of the people, and there's two random people there, and they're they just look like they're redlined and they're like riding really hard. If they don't pull through, I'm going to keep working because for some reason I decided that now is the time. I don't care if these two people, like if they're redlining now, we're going to get rid of you later. I'm not worried about you. As the rider who might be just hanging on, you need to use that to your advantage and get up the road and hopefully Maybe you are strong enough. Hopefully you can stick with the the lead group if it stays away. Now maybe we get caught. Who knows? But try not to get dropped immediately, right? If you light a match and trying to go up the road with six guys, don't get dropped. And it's just just this weird dynamic of don't piss somebody off. Um, You're going to piss people off if you get in the way. You're going to piss people off if you look like you're getting a free ride and not contributing. But in that in the intense moment of trying to get away in that, like, you know, hey, we're, you know, two to five, we're trying to establish this break. I'll let some people ride on. If I if I know who you are, and number one, if I don't like you, if you're kind of a jerky rider, I'm, I might just pull the plug and say, screw it. It was worth lighting that match and not riding because I don't want to bring you with me. Or... If you're strong enough and you're not working, I'm not going to do it because now I'm putting myself at a disadvantage by doing too much work. Every match counts. Um, And there are notorious riders that if I attack and they come with me, I'm just going to sit up right away and let one of my teammates counterattack. Or I will only attack if I'm attacking from behind them and I know that if they come with me, they just burnt a match. There's a lot of these like you should be seeing almost every rider with like a video game power band above their head like are they super fresh did they just make a hard move who like you know who usually falls apart at the end of the race can you you know there's just so much math that goes into the bike race if you want if you're not the strongest person and can just destroy everybody you know it's really. You're calculating all the time. So, anyways, if you are the weaker rider, just make make friends. F- figure out also, hey, maybe there's a way that you can help later on and you can even say, like, hey, I'm down to help in a bit, but these 600-watt surges to get away are killing me. I need to sit back here at 400-watt surges. And you need to say that somehow in, like, a much less verbose way. So, and then pacelining when... Let's talk about a pace line, the dynamic of people working together, how the movement goes. So let's say we're rotating to the right. So you're pulling, you're pulling off to the right, you're falling back. The next person's coming around your left. They pull off to the right, they fall back. So we're rotating clockwise. As you pull off, as I said before, your first goal is to get shelter again. So you're trying to get in behind that person who's going to be coming up on your left side, pulling off to the right. You're trying to slide in behind them because the rider who is coming around you has someone behind them. You obviously can't just slide right over, but those front three people, there is a little understanding that if you are the person on the left coming around the person that just pulled you're going to be pushed a little to the left by the guy trying to fall in line behind the person who just pulled so you need to understand that as as you are coming up say second in in the row as the guy's taking his pull in front of you you want to be like lurching up behind him on the left to use that momentum you are sheltered from the wind still and then He's pulling over, you're hitting the wind, you're taking your pull, and you're getting over to the right to shelter him as fast as possible. And then the next guy, as you're starting to pull to the right, he should be already coming up your left side. And as he's coming up your left side, you're looking, hey, when is my front wheel gonna clear his rear wheel? And I'm trying to shoot in right behind him. And there's just just that little dance. Everybody needs to know how to do that. It drives me freaking nuts when it's like a guy's coming up on my left He doesn't know how far he's supposed to pull. He's like looking over. He's like trying to figure out when he goes. It's like, dude, just take your pull and move over. This is not that difficult. But I don't, I definitely don't say that. I I rarely talk in bike races because it's usually such an intense situation that I'm going to say something that I don't want to say something that's barky. I don't want to say something that's critical. You're trying to be friends with everybody until the end when you're trying to destroy everybody. So The person that barks rarely wins the race because when you're barking and we're three hours into a race, everyone is, I'm trying to keep this uh, family-friendly, thinking, F you, dude, be quiet. Nobody wants to be yelled at ever in life. That's just a general thing. We all know that. When people yell at us, we put up a barrier. We're not like, oh, you're yelling at me. Let me do what you're telling me to do. So anyways, if you're the weaker rider and the brakes getting established you know just try and get out of the way make friends if you are already up the road and you're the weaker rider you need to try and pull through as much as possible if you're gassed that you're just slowing things down you need to sit on the back for a little bit and figure out a way to not piss people off because you're probably gonna get dropped at some point and you just need to ride with with faster people I mean we've, we've all been there um, again We've all gotten dropped. We've all gotten dropped a lot. So don't feel bad. It's a good thing to be the weakest rider. I am loving being in Fort Lauderdale. The endurance community here is ridiculous. There are so many fast people. It's like, you need to be on your A game. I, we almost got dropped yesterday. Like the break, eight dudes countered me and Bala and somebody else. And they were they had a gap. And I was like, oh man, red alert. This is, And that's amazing to have the group rides where you have to react to other riders and you're not just, um, you know, riding with a couple of your buddies group rides do have their place. They just, they're not, I'm not, "Eh, do I want to open that can of worms? It's just, there are some group rides I've been on where it's like smash for 30 seconds and coast. I don't find much benefit to those. Um, you get really good at that group ride. It very often does not replicate to races where you're on the gas much more. Um, but Hey, anyways, so hopefully that's helpful. I just can't, I literally just walked in the door. So this might be a little verbal diarrhea, but, uh, it just, there's definite ways to ride smart in the paceline and use it to your advantage. So you find success in your upcoming races and events and being in the break all day is the best. The end.